0: What's going on, world? Jack of all spades CLT, back like a bad habit. You know what time it is. I be the boy, the beloved one. To my left, we have the Pride of Africa, Ken Wabibi.
1: This is Pride of Africa, Ken Wabibi. Shout out to Cameroon. Shout out to Cameroon. My bad, Cameroon.
0: Cameroon, Cameroon. Which one we doing? Cameroon. All right, <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. To the right, in the cap jersey. Yes, Black sir. power in it. Yes, sir. You know we, we have stand. the boy Banks on the beat.
2: You know we stand at? Uh, Banks on the beat. Blue Water Banks. Boy Whitfield. Fat Boy Ties. You said bad habits. I'm trying to think of a bad one I got. Eating bad. Uh, <laughs> that's where I'm at.
0: Fat Boy Ties, 3700.
2: Wilkinson Boulevard, the hub.
0: Already know. And today, our special guest is former head coach, now current offensive coordinator, the homie, Nick
3: Mata definitely what's going on fellas hey i appreciate y'all for having me on today uh come be in a better place right now with you guys right here and uh of course when I got that call I couldn't do nothing but pull up and show love. Already man. Yeah.
0: Man look former teammate of mine's man receiver days. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> but you was a db trying to put us little guys in the trash can. I mean you know I was a bully back then. I was a bully big back bully, then. Big bully, big bully. That's what supposed to do that's what he's supposed to do. You know, welcome to the league. Welcome to the league. <laughs> Right. Nah, that, that, that made all of us better though, you know. Especially with you guys leading the way. You know, we followed all of y'all, you know, regardless of, you know, what position you play. We always looked up to you guys, you know. Uh so it was a great, great experience working with you guys.
0: Which I did a little bit better than us though. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> big up big up to y'all though. I sure
3: did. <laughs> nah, you know, we were just a better you know, we was a better team, but I had better athletes, you know, and uh, you know, when you play this game right here, you gotta have the best team. You can't just have a bunch of athletes out there. That's true. That's true.
2: We usually start this podcast off by giving our guests our flowers. So, uh, you know, to start off with you, Olympic High School wide receiver and alumni. Big up. JCSU, Johnson C. Smith, wide receiver and alumni. Big up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've been a wide receivers coach at JCSU, offensive coordinator at West Mech, head coach at West Mech, and now you're the offensive coordinator at Indian Land High School. Can you tell us about your journey a little bit?
3: Yeah, you know... Uh- you know when I moved here from Florida you know my dad moved he moved up here first and he brought the whole family up here uh we ended up moving on to the south side we was living with my uncle and my cousins okay uh, at the time you know just for my dad you know just to get on his feet and whatnot end up getting on his feet we moved in over there off offste- uh South Tryon uh-huh. uh you know uh went to school at Olympic but finished my senior year at West Charlotte I don't know if a lot of people know that uh mm. so I did my 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 senior year at West Charlotte. And that's how I was in, uh, introduced to Stephen A. that was at John C. Smith, which okay. is another influential person in my life. Uh, but you know, the journey, the journey we had, its ups and downs. Uh, but it also taught me how to be a man, and also how to, you know, uh, take advantage of adversity. You know, we all, we all are put in situations to where we can either fall or we can, or we can climb. And it, and you know, with the perseverance that I had, I, you know, I had to climb up out of there. But uh, but it's been a great experience, uh, you know. Just taking from what I got out of high school, what I got into college, put it all together, and what made me successful at West Met, You know, having I think it's about ten Division One athletes uh, okay. going in over there, at Indian Land. You know, uh, it's a great staff, just one one of the best staffs. We ain't as tight as what it was at a, at West Met, but as far as knowledge of the game and 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 putting into the, the players, you know, just probably one of the best that I've been around. Everybody's everybody football knowledge is there, you know. Uh, but I can't take away from the time I had at West Met. You know, that was my they gave me my first opportunity on my own. Uh, of course, I was playing at John C. Smith. They gave me the opportunity to take over the whole receiving core that I just got done playing with. Yeah. I was just the team captain of the team. Mm-hmm. You know, we you know how it is in college. We lived our lives together. You know, we ate Roman noodles together. Right. You <laughs> know, we did all that together. Uh, so for the transition though, but coach sat me down, and kept me on scholarship just so I could finish up my classes, uh, get my degree. Uh, so I finished up that fall semester, and I walked uh, in the spring. But it, but this has been a great experience for me, and I and I, I can't do nothing but salute to Stephen Acock. He's the one who gave me the first opportunity. Uh, and he's always been there on my side so definitely t- uh, tip my hats off to him and coach flowers you know coach flowers and Steel being hard on all of us yeah. you know right. hey son <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> mo flow <laughs> but uh but it's been definitely a, a great experience, and I, I never take my downfalls as uh, as as hard as somebody else might be. And I just take it as a lesson to be learned. Uh, and we all, and we've all probably done been through, you know, certain situations, and that's what's kind of made us into the man we are today. But uh, but yeah, that's that's basically how my journey went. Okay. All
0: right. That's a perfect segue to the next question. But before I get into that, I know a lot of the listeners. You know, we got a wide range of listeners and supporters all ages, shapes, sizes, you know, genders, but just being a a young man in America playing sports, and you talked about the coaching influences on you, and that's a big part, because a a lot of times they might not have that father, and they coach, and specifically that football coach Mm -hmm. usually plays that role, and I know even though I had my father and you had yours, you had yours, like, a football coach is just another, you know, Mm -hmm. positive role model in your life, and, you know, I always big up Coach Flowers on that, but... Most players do transition to coaching. You've already shouted out a couple of the names, so you've had a lot of great coaches along the way. Of course, Big Mo Flowers, Stephen Shipp, Stephen Acock, Jarvis Davis, and Vernon Hunter. What do those names mean to you?
3: That's why I'm sitting right here. You know, uh, you're talking about somebody that's you know, that that that's had is a, that had a lot of downs getting to right here where I'm at now. Not a lot of ups, just a lot of downs. Mm. And them names that you had... That you presented, what them were the ones that was like, "Yo, man, you too good. You, you know, it's too much money on the table. It, you know, it's just so much stuff that they just instilled in me that that they grab me. They ain't just pulled me. They grab me. Like, yo, come come do this right here. I'm telling you, you built for it. You got the right mindset. Come do this right here. And 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 that's what coaching is. Yeah. You know, if it weren't for a coach us all playing sports at some point, you know what I mean? The coaches that grabbed us, not pulled us, but they grabbed us, it was like, come here, little fella, I'm going to show you the way. You know what I mean? And, and and that's what that coaching is to me, and and that's why I I hang my hat on being a coach's player or a player's coach, I should say. Like, even the guys that I got at Chapel Hill and the one at Maryland, like, I literally grabbed them, like, yo, this ain't the lifestyle you're trying to live. Like, yo, it's so much – life better than what we live in off Tucker Road yeah, or Bates Ford that. or wherever uh-huh. it is. It's so oh, much there. life bigger than that. And a lot of these kids ain't never been outside. And and that's one thing that Max. that list of names that you have, if it weren't for Stephen A. Cox, Steve <laughs> Ship, I would have never seen West Virginia, Maryland, you know, stuff like that in college and in high school. But then when I went to high school, them De'Ami Browns, them Chaffee Browns, them DJ Glazes, them guys like that that I was taking them on trips and, and spending my own money just so they can see a better life, you know, and that's what coaches are here for to do, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Pave the way, follow me, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And uh, them names right there, man, I'm telling you, when, it, when it's all said and done and I got to lead this earth, them guys right there, I know I'm going to make proud. You feel me?
0: Hey, big up. Big sure. up all yeah. those coaches, man. Yeah.
1: Big them up. Uh, what was your first coaching experience like? You was coaching former, you know, teammates. <laughs> nah, that, that's gotta that, be crazy. Yeah. That's <laughs> gotta be crazy. It was wild now. Nah. It was wild.
3: Cause, uh, and, a lot, and I had I had an apartment off West Boulevard. You know, I was staying off campus my last year, mm-hmm. my last two years. Uh so so my spot on West Boulevard was like, Boy, after the games we going we're going to West Boulevard. We're gonna go hang out, right. we're gonna invite such and such, such and such. <laughs> so I'm like, Yeah, come on, come on, come on. But uh but as I got into that coaching role, I say it might have been like 2 weeks into the coaching and uh Stephen Aycott found out that we were still doing what we were doing as players. Yeah. He pulled me in the office like, "Listen, you can do it, but you got to separate yourself. And that's the only way them boys are going to respect you mm-hmm. as a coach. Not respect you as your they team captain from last year, but respect you as their coach." Yeah. And I kind of had to take that path right there, you know, uh I ain't stubborn. i listen, you know, and 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 the guys that, you know, I was the, you know, leading just the previous year, they kind of knew and they understood and they just followed my way. And uh but it was very tough at first because we like we yeah. were so tight, you know. We just, yeah. we had just won the pioneer bowl, which is oh, okay. so. you know, S I A C or CIAA. I done you lost know. one of those. Yeah. We ended up <laughs> winning, you know, yeah. like and we had, we got to travel. Well, I think it's Georgia or Alabama, one of them two. And man, it was just a great experience with them guys because not only and put it like this, I put it right, I was never the best athlete on the team. But one thing that I could do, I can get a group of young men yeah. and let's do it the proper way. And that's what got me into coaching. That's why Stephen Aycott brought me in there because I can get the group of people and follow me. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, and, and that's how that transition happened for me as my first year of coaching because I was able to get the group of young men. One or two, they didn't want to do it the right way. You right. know, They wanted to live their own life, live a separate life than us. But they gradually came, and we conformed, and we end up going to the uh, Pioneer Bowl, and we end up winning. But uh, but it was very tough early on, very, very, very tough, just because we were so, so tight. Yeah. You know, right. relationships still are in place today, you know, and we don't talk about how I coached them my first year. We talk about our memories on the field, the weight room, in the dorms, things like that. So, Uh, It was very tough early on, but I was able to, you know, get it together after the conversation with the head coach, and uh, we was able to move forward, and I'm here now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
2: I can imagine some of them struggles. Like you just said, y'all played together, so Mm -hmm. these are your peers that now you have to separate. You know, it's like taking from business to personal. It's like you got to separate that a little bit, and I can imagine being a young man, you have to be able to separate the two. So I'm pretty sure that was a little bit of a struggle. Yes, definitely was. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> my next question: What's the biggest difference between coaching college athletes as compared to high school athletes?
3: You know, I, mean, I got this. I got this cliche that I always tell my high school kids. Uh, you know, I'm I'm coaching you to be a young man. You see what I'm saying? In college, I teach you from being a young man to a man. So that's the two differences. It's two different problems. You know, high school, they might have family issues. They might have, you know, they might not be eating at night, or, you know, whatever the case may be in high school. And you have to be there to be that crutch. Mm -hmm. Now in college, you know, they haven't, you know, some guys have grown man problems. They got a kid, uh, they don't really have nowhere to stay. So you got to try to link them up with a teammate that has, you know, somewhere they can stay. you know they they got jobs. You got to go around from them working and getting to practice at times. Uh, so it, it it definitely is a difference. But um, I can always say I'm a better high school coach, I think, than a college coach, just because I'm able to instill what I have grew up and how I grew up into a into a teenager right. to be a young man. You know, uh, I can't tell I can't tell somebody how to be a parent because I'm not a parent. You see what I'm saying? So it, it 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 has its pros and cons to it, but that's that'll be the biggest difference between the two is I'm teaching you how to be a teenager to a young man rather than being a young man and a man.
2: Right. Okay.
1: So how did you prepare yourself for being a head coach from being an offensive coordinator?
3: So, you know, uh the biggest thing with our with our with our industry is you got to put the work in, you know, uh it's all about who you know. I ain't going to take that away from you know, in the profession, but you also got to, you got to work like how you want somebody else to work for you. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what kind of put me into the position where I'm at is I was that person that was staying there late, locked the gate, wash the clothes, you know, doing what assistant coach needs, being a great assistant, yeah. you know, and, and that's what kind of led in to me being the head coach because the AD, Vernon Hunter, you know, he sat back and he just watched everything before me and him even became Tight to enough to where I find out that our, day, our birthdays are a day apart. Yeah, he was just sitting back watching how I operate because he didn't know me. I came from another person that coached me in high school. That's how I got to Westmont, and uh, you know, just sitting back doing assistant coach work. You know, trying to make a scene, trying to make my head coach look the best head coach in the city.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: It, it just that's what got me to that point right there to be a head coach, and 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 I always stress that to even assistant coaches that I work with, man. Work hard enough to where that head coach can be like, you know what? He can be the next head coach for this program. You see what I'm saying? A lot of he- assistant coaches like, oh, I'm an assistant coach. I ain't got to stay back and do that. I ain't got. Do- I'm not getting paid this. Man, oh, I don't got this 100%. title. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's in every industry too, though. You yeah, right. Know? Yeah. oh, I ain't the manager. I ain't got cl- I ain't got to mop this floor or I ain't got to do these extra dishes or whatever the case may have been. But at the end of the day, you setting yourself up for that stepping stone to be that manager, to be that CEO. Whatever it is that you want to be. And, uh, you know, them type of situations is what I carry over to these kids that I'm uh, working with today. Hmm.
0: Nah, I just want to hit on that, man, because I deal with that a lot. Of course, we work in the education mm-hmm. spirit, you know, realm, and when people feel like, oh, they're not getting the, the accolades or whatever, they're like, well, now I'm going to start slacking. But then that's to your point, man. Whatever you do, it's your brand. Like, you may think you're hurting the, the job, But really, you hurting your brand. Mm -hmm. So by you doing those things, doing the extra, you just putting yourself in a different light. Because Mm -hmm. if everybody's slacking and you're the one, if you're the only one putting in the work, you're the one that's going to get the attention. Mm -hmm. So now I feel you on that 100%.
3: And going up with the kids I even deal with in the classroom, not even on the field, you know, the kids in the classroom. Like, because I teach business, uh, you know, my first year of teaching, I was teaching um, principles of business. I always tell them, every day is an interview for you. Mm,
0: yeah.
1: if,
3: if I was a, if I was somebody, you'll never know what I am. But if I was a millionaire, would I invest fifty thousand, eighty thousand dollars into a business with the work you giving me, or right. the or the or how you present yourself to me? You you just never know who you're going against each and every day. So the biggest thing is to carry yourself a certain way and to be able to to know that every day is an interview for you, regardless of. All right, me and Laura, we went to high school together, but it wasn't like we was hanging out every day. All
1: right. yeah. But
3: at some point, he was like, oh, Nick about his business. Right. So, I, okay, I can see him up here with us. You see what I'm saying? Now, if I was an a hole, mm-hmm. you know, treating people the bad way, you know, doing all, t- you, you hey. wouldn't want to mess with me. You don't come one, yeah. yeah exactly. You know what I mean? You don't even get that opportunity to be on this platform today. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see what I'm 100%. saying? And that's what I tell my kids, even in the classroom. Listen, every day is an interview. Regardless of how you treat me, it's about how you treat your peers. Because that's your that's your number one, your level one networking. Correct. You know, because somebody in this classroom gonna be a millionaire. Somebody in this classroom gonna be making a hundred thousand dollars a you know a year. Yep. Somebody in this classroom. So how are we going to present our, how are we gonna present ourselves every day to these folks in this class? You see what I'm saying? So I'm de- I'm I'm big on that. Yeah,
2: big facts sure. right there. it's yeah. <laughs> just good work habits. Period. Mm-hmm. Which leads into the next question: Can you talk about the day to day of being a head coach?
3: Now, the day to day was being a head. I made now you're gonna make a lot of mistakes. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're gonna make a lot of mistakes. But the, but if you surround yourself with good people, they'll be able to pick up the slack. And uh, and I was fortunate enough to you know have a winning season my first year. A lot of people can't say that. Uh, but it was very, very tough because I was no longer, you know, when you are assistant coach, you kind of – you do a little bit more than the head coach as far as involving yourself in the kid's life. So I can't sit there and 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 stay late with this certain kid because now it seems like, oh, the head coach showing him favoritism. Right. He not doing this for me, you know. But as assistant coach, it gets it gets passed by because it's like, oh, he's just doing his job, you know. But as a head coach, because everybody has their own role – you know, you got to make sure you're coaching the coaches, not the players, you know. And, and, and that's the biggest thing for me that I've learned my first year was I need to coach the coaches, you know. Make sure that they're coaching the kids, but I got to also make sure that they're doing the right things by these kids. Mm-hmm. It should be, excuse me, yeah. it should be no reason why a kid needs a ride to a college and he don't have a ride. Mm-hmm. That's why we're in this business. Yeah, We want them to progress in life. Mm-hmm. All we're here for is growth. Damn. We're not here well, for decline. You say see know what I'm saying? Preach. So it's like, if assistant coach, I tell in my interview process, if you're not here to make sure that these kids are growing, and any opportunity they want to do, whether it's, you know, on the west side, rapping, whatever it is that they want to do, we got to make sure we're here, you know, making clothes. Man, I got kids all the time. Coach, I'm starting this business. i buy a T-shirt. I, not that I'm saying I'm going to wear it every day, but I'm going to buy it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, at the end of the day. uh, So, I'm a, like, even a kid I got right now, we call, play linebacker for me. He's in, he's in the uh, rapping industry. Like, I can't promote his music because, you know, it's all types of craziness going on <laughs> right now. Yeah. You know, but I listen to yeah, it. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I personal Apple Music, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So, it's just... That's what I always make sure that my assistant coaches always had was make sure that we are investing into these kids. Because at the end of the day, some of these kids don't have nobody to invest in them. They depending on us. 100%. You know, so I always make sure that my assistant coaches are doing that. But it ain't always go that way. I can tell you that now. <laughs> we live and we
0: learn. You said something I've never heard from a head coach ever before in my life when you said, you know, the head the head coach job is to coach the coaches, not coach the players. Mm-hmm. Just hearing you say that, I looked at things differently. But you 100% right because, like you said, if you're showing certain people, giving them a little bit more time, oh, well, Coach Nick don't mess with me because he's over there with YBB or he's mm-hmm. over there with Lloyd. So, nah, that's, that's a gem right there. Yeah. So, listeners. Now,
3: now, now, listen to me. Now, I, And I had to learn that the hard way, you know, early on, you know, because every kid wants attention. Yeah, 100%. Especially from the head coach, right. you mm-hmm. know, just because of the title. You know, so uh, you know, these you know, even when you get in the business world, you know, you, you could kinda when you sit back and you watch these CEOs, how they operate with certain people, it's the same way. Oh, he got favoritism for him. Right. Or she right. got favoritism for her. You know, it's the same thing. So, yeah. you know, that's the big thing I took away from it. So my next gig, I'm definitely, you know, I think I'll definitely be way more prepared, even though it's still gonna be challenges to it.
0: Always. Always. Cause you know, new new spot. Every every school, every demographic is different. Yep, so definitely, like you said new challenges. So who is the NFL or D one coach that you try to
3: model yourself after, if any? Man, I, I'll tell you what. Growing up, I was a Florida Gators fan, through and throughout. Steve Spurrier, uh, you couldn't tell me nothing was wrong with Steve Spurrier. You see what I'm saying? Old but, ball coach. but as yeah. I got into, as I got into college and I had all these, you know, these athletes that went off to Division One and all that, and I start visiting these schools with these kids. Man, I just sat back and I watched how certain people like Urban Meyer to me was like, oh my God, it's Urban Meyer. Oh my God, it's Nick Saban. But at, when you get in the room with these folks, it's like he didn't match the same intensity as X, Y, and Z. Or he right. ain't matched the intensity as this over here. So it's like, for me, I I say right now in today's world, I done been to I don't know if you guys know Will Hilly from UNC Charlotte. Uh, he's the head coach of UNC Charlotte okay. right now. He's like one of the youngest FBS coach head coaches. So last year, I probably met with him probably like four or five times just on the strength of you know me being the youngest head coach in Charlotte. Big up at the time, I was I was twenty nine, thirty years old as the head coach at West wow. Met. Hmm. And he was like 30 – I want to say he was like 32, 33 as the head coach at UNC Charlotte. So Maybe a little older than that, but anyway, he was the youngest head coach in FBS football. So just hearing how he how he handled things and hearing how he had to take the steps to get to where he's at, that's kind of where, you know, I, I'll say Will Healy was probably somebody i look up to right now just because he's so young yeah. and where he's at right now. That's every young coach's dream to be a head coach at the FBS or NFL team So I'll say Will Healy at UNC Charlotte. Okay. All right. I got to
1: run through this list because you have placed players at UNCC, UNC, Fayetteville State, NC Central, ECU, Maryland, and other colleges. So talk about that process of helping young people or young men reach those type of goals.
3: It was tough. Now it
1: was <laughs> tough. It was tough. It that's was a tough. A lot of schools. Yeah. Every and
3: and it, a lot of it too though is networking. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'll say the one that's at Fairfield State, the quarterback Richard Latimer. Yeah. He made a lot of coaches believe in our word because a lot of people ain't believe in us at first. You know, because we young coaches, they don't really know us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like when you, when you're at these certain schools, they're older coaches, so they kind of go based off of who they know. Yeah. You know. So, you know, us being 29, 30 years old, and uh, Jarvis Davis, at the time, he was 34 years old as his first head coach job. So he was young into it. So a lot of people don't really know about us. But uh, when we was was out there trying to get Richard Latimer out there, it was a lot of people passed on him. Hmm. But that one school where Maurice Flowers was at. Big Mo. (laughs) That took our quarterback, Richard Latimer, and end up going to the CIAA championship three years in a row as a starting yeah. quarterback, it started being like, "Oh, West Mack, we can but we can trust they word because nobody believed in that kid." Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Now he goes and starts for a program like Fairfield State, and and beats a Winston three years in a row. Winston State was like premier in that in that conference, but for to the, beat them three years in a row to go to the conf, uh, conference championship, that was a big deal, and. uh And I'm just talking about more of the lower-level kids now. You know, the kids that's at Maryland, you know, UNC Charlotte, Chapel Hill, the two brothers I got up there. Those kids just really had the talent, you Mm -hmm. know. So the talent spoke for itself. Now, of course, our system that we run, it benefits, uh, you know, them. But they marked off all the boxes as far as grades, Mm -hmm. SAT score, you know. Well, one we kind of had to. <laughs> right. We had to, We had to get right a little so bit. Always somebody. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but but a kid like that, I always say, when you got to do work for a skilled player like that, them the ones you really truly want, you know, Correct. that that got a little, not really off the field issues, but it's more like they got a little bit more, more little rocky road than others because they 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 ain't gonna take it for granted. Correct. You know what I mean? Uh, but, man, it, it, it's just a beautiful thing when you see them kids, they walk across that high school stage, and you know they done signed that NLI and they going to school for free. Mm-hmm. Man, I man, that's the offensive lineman I had at Winston-Salem State. I said, yeah, nev- you can never turn around somebody else's tab. And when you're on somebody else's tab for free, that's a different story. Rather yeah. than your parents paying, right. you see what I'm saying? That's on their tab. Yeah. Regardless if you want to give up school now and then, not, or go on somebody else's tab. For me, I just know me. I want to be on somebody else's tab. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because if I gotta depend on my parents paying, I ain't going to college. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Say that. And that's what got me into athletics. And, and, and I'm just I'm blessed that somebody took a chance on me. You know, uh, you know, a smaller receiver, not really fast, but as a great leader, you know, somebody took a chance on me. And and that's what I try to get these kids to understand. I'm gonna go on somebody else's tab. I'd be dang if I'm gonna let my parents pay because I know they ain't got it. You mm. see what I'm saying? So that that that's just a big big thing for me, man. Just, I, I'm it's like I ain't they fathers or or you know I'm just like not their uncles. None of it. it's just like it brings tears in my eyes, man. Talking about that stuff because them kids really they they really need us. You see what I'm saying? To get where they want to be at, right. and 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 I just can't. It's it just it's lost for words when you're yeah. talking about them kids going off to getting them scholarships and, and getting them opportunities to better their life. Yeah. You know, it's just it's just a big thing. It
2: makes it all worth it.
3: It does. It no. dang sure does.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, so let me big you up because we wanted the same look. We we wasn't the tallest receivers. Yeah. We wasn't the fastest, yeah. but we made plays. <laughs> That's one thing I can always say. We made plays. So we want to do a little transition. Talk about your playing days. So do you remember the route you ran when you scored a touchdown at Brevard? On September tenth, two thousand
3: eleven. Yeah, it was. It was, you know that, you know my first. T- that was really my first touchdown in college. Was was on that particular place. i I never forget it. But it was something we ran. That's like what I what I tell my kids. We call that Ed. That's an everyday drill that we do. You know, it's an RPO with a slant on the backside, and that's what I end up scoring on. It was one on one coverage. Of course, I was the route runner, so when really. It, you got to be a very skilled individual to make sure you're gonna guard me because I'm gonna give you so many moves. But uh that's all it was was an RPO with a slant on the backside and I end up scoring on that. A quarterback that I had in college, Ryan Carter and uh Soup Soup Wallace this is from Florida. Uh we we worked them routes every day, you know, and, and as a receiver quarterback, you know, you you do that. All the coaches leaving, you still on the field running yeah. extra routes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you you live for them moments right there. Oh, my God, they're giving me one-on-one coverage. You know, (laughs) you live for the moments like that. So, uh, yeah, I I remember that like it was nothing. It's actually on my family highlight. So, you know, at John C. Smith, where I went to school at, uh, they give all your parents, you know, highlights of your season. So that's The the video editor at John C. Smith, he created a highlight for your family on (laughs) senior night. So they give the flowers, the highlight tape, and a big picture of you. Nice. And and that – I think that play might be starting off my highlight, you know, for my mom and my dad. So uh, I'll never forget that one right there. And
0: I just want to let everybody know if you – I mean, the people that play ball know that. Anytime you score, you remember the route. You remember oh, yeah, how yeah, it yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely,
3: definitely, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. definitely. <laughs> the
2: fact <laughs> like, that he said, man, coverage doesn't – Oh,
3: yeah, You You
2: know when it's supposed to be coming your way, like, oh, yeah, like, I gave him the outside step move. He opened
3: up. It was a wrap. It was a wrap. Definitely, definitely. I mean, hey. I still remember these kids' first play, first touchdowns. Like, my, my receiver that's at Chapel Hill, the younger brother, he caught a comeback this weekend for his first catch in college football. Big up. And, and like, it was to see him out there because he went through two ACL surgeries. <laughs> you know? Uh, but he played his senior year before he went to Chapel Hill on a torn ACL. The graph was off on his ACL and oh, still man. had like 900 yards receiving oh. in high school on a torn uh, off graph in his knee. So he got a chopper here. That's why he had a red shirt last year because of the knee was off. But his brother that's there, the older brother, I remember his first touchdown, like it was nothing. A little stutter go. Boom. Touchdown, 60 yards. Hey. So it's like them – them, because it's like they like, – I ain't going to – they just – it's proud moments for me. I don't rem- – I'll never forget anything about people that I truly love. You see what I'm saying? Like it just – that's what makes me like – Spellman, I remember him because I love him because he put me in a trash can, like I said. <laughs> I was a freshman. We in the gym. <laughs> it was a rainy day. Yeah. I was in the gym. He put me in a trash can. <laughs> was I a him, give him a little stutter move. No, no love, fella. No. <laughs> 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 but but them moments like that, because people I love, you yeah. know, you, that just stick off to me. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So sure. like, them moments like that, man, When you just love that stuff, man, you'll never forget. For sure. Uh, can you recall
2: what your best stat line was playing?
3: Let me see. Man, I was more of a team guy. I didn't have, like, my stats would never stick off on the stat chart. So it was more like if we won the game. Made
2: them effort plays. Yeah, you yeah. know,
3: third down, oh, shoot. Oh, I know the ball coming to me. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> hey, because a quarterback, you know, you know, a lot of times in our offense uh, when we was growing up, you know, you had your Mike Browns. Your, Big Yeah, man. He, you, he, he home now, he man. Is, he is home, yeah. Man. yeah, yeah, home Yeah. Mike but, uh, Brown, Mike. you had your, you know, your Stefan that would just stretch the field. Right. So somebody like me coming out on a short dig or a quick out, you know, I'm going to get the ball because everybody's attention on them. So I might have had, I'll say probably like six catches, maybe like 100 yards, maybe one touchdown, if that. You know what I mean? Sure? That's
0: a decent stat line oh, though.
2: Yeah, so yeah but,
3: but, you know, you – when you're in an offense where guy's getting six catches, 200 yards, five touchdowns, <laughs> that's nothing. You know, it's just like, oh, he got a couple first downs for the boys and had All one right. explosive play. You know, so it's it was like we won the game. That's how I look at All it, right. you know. Uh, but them times you just – I played around some great athletes. So my stat line will never be where everybody else is at. You see what I'm saying? But – we did what we could to win. Yeah. And that's how we got to the, you know, state semifinals and things like that.
0: Like I said, y'all did better than us. So yeah. Big up. Big up. Big up. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so you got to tell us, how many times you, you – you, I'm over here laughing. <laughs> What's how going many, on? How many times you got on the line at wide receiver to show your players how to do something right?
0: Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know that's a
3: change since the past. But yes, yes. It's, it, them <laughs> – that number has changed this year. <laughs> I got another guy. My receiver coach, he's one of the best in the business, Trey yep. Long. Salute to shout him. Shout out, shout you out. You know what I mean? he's a, I met him actually in college, so he kind of does more of that. And yeah. me and him the same age. That's okay. crazy. But he's out, he goes out there and runs routes he with does. them all the time. But me, I throw with the quarterback. I show him <laughs> that I can play in the league. <laughs> I drop downs. Um, but running, I, that probably is – with that group right there, that, the two receivers that's at Chapel Hill, the other ones at North Carolina Central, them, them probably was the last people I ran routes with, you know, because uh, I'm a little heavier now than I was <laughs> back in that time right there, eating good. But, uh, yeah, I, don't, I, I definitely don't run no routes anymore. I de- <laughs> I'll throw the ball now. i throw the ball.
0: <laughs> All right, so, you know, we kind of want to, you know, bring it to a little somber moment, but we definitely want to touch on it. So you recently lost one of your teammates, so um, rest in peace, Darian Stevenson. Um, can you share some of your best stories about him?
3: Man, definitely. Man, that that dude right there, you talking about a man's man, you know, that that's what you call a genuine dude, you know, just even though he might have had whatever he had going on in his life, you know what I mean, whatever he did in his past to make him, you know, to make him be in the situation he was in. He still was a genuine dude, you know, and, and he didn't deserved what he had because he just had a June the Juneteenth celebration on Betty's four. Yeah. And somebody wanna shoot in the crowd and he ended up getting hit. You see what I'm saying? Like, you talking about a man's man that got lost, you know, got two two, three kids, you know, it's it it just wasn't not it you it shouldn't have happened. You see what I'm saying? Especially right. on a celebration like that. Correct. You know what I mean? You know, it's it's Man, I'm. It just shouldn't have happened, you know. What I mean yeah. that that dude right there now is leaving a. But the good thing is he had people in his corner that's still gonna help that family out. Like I'm, like I was just over there last Friday with his dad and his grandma, and I end up seeing Deuce, which is his actual son. Uh, man, we just we just gotta do our part now, cause he always wanted us to be a mentor to his kids and whatnot. Uh, that was the last message me and him talked about on March 13th. You know, before all that happened. But March 13th, me and him talked about, you know, he hit me on IG. He was like, man, I need a mentor for my kids. Mm. I had everything set up to where we was going to go to Chapel Hill for their spring game uh, at what I think might have been April 7th was a spring game. So I had everything set up. We had the hotel. And then for that to happen on Juneteenth, man, that, it, that, it was a real struggle, you know, for, for me and all my teammates at West Charlotte because he was my West Charlotte teammate my senior year, which we, we was just, we were so close, so close. And uh, I hate that it happened, but it also made us stronger because now I probably done hung out with them guys. i just say the last month, I probably done been with them three out of the four weekends. You uh, see what I'm saying? Bring you closer. Yeah, right. and and I was never, I never, I was just so focused on what I had to do in my life. I never looked back on the people that I touched and the people that that, that needed me. And uh, when you go through something like that, you start realizing that, man, your life is more than what you got going on. You see what I'm saying? People look up to you. People want to depend on you. But I didn't realize that because I've been living my life. I'm so tunnel vision of what I need to do. And I forgot about the people that really need me. Mm, You see what I'm saying? And not just the kids, you know, like the kids, they need me when I'm coaching. But also my teammates need me because some of them struggling. You know, and they need the conversation. They need to see a light where they come to my house, you know, and they seeing me, my lady, my brother, and when they seeing us dress nice. They seeing us got all types of drinks and all types of food. We setting the boys out. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And for them to see that, it's like, dang, I'm trying to be like that. Or I need mm-hmm. to get over here. And we start having them conversations. Right, right. Like, mm-hmm. how did you get here? How did you get here? And we start talking about how how to buy a house, you know, how to buy a car, you know, try to get a loan, things like that. Yeah, that that conversation has never been sparked when you in, I mean, I hate to say it, but when you're in the hood, you never, you don't have them conversations when you're in the right. hood. You got a whole nother conversation. Yeah. You know, how are we going to survive today?
0: Yeah. That's
3: I ain't much. talking about a year from now, five years from now, how are we going to survive today? You know, and, and that's going to lead me into this right here. You're a fool if you don't think, you know, this injustice system ain't happening. You see what I'm saying? You're a fool of that. That if Say you don't that. think that's happening. Yeah. Because I don't witness it with my folks. You see what I'm saying? The people I hang with, you know, now every weekend, you know, but back in the day I was with them all the time, you know, and it never struck out to me to speak out now, you know, because I'm like, we all in the same boat. You know, I'm living the same life as y'all. Right. But, uh, you don't. Know, I always say this, even today, to them kids that I'm with, with right now. If you don't think it's a difference, you a clown, because it's a difference out here. Whether it's education, whether it's getting pulled over from a cop, whatever it is, yeah. it's different. And, and 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 you gotta you, you gotta recognize that, regardless yeah. of whatever whatever we got going on in our lives, whether you got money or you don't got money, it is happening in this world. So we got to keep fighting and, and keep pushing towards that.
2: For sure. For sure, for sure. Um, we're going to take a little turn for a second since you got, you came in here with your Bucks jersey on. I don't oh, think you yeah. need to say who squad you with. <laughs> uh, you know, you rooted back there. So uh, this offseason, I've accumulated a couple players. Should be making a big difference. I already had a squad anyway. That's right you know, But, um, <laughs> you know, what you see for your team this year? Well, I know you got to be a little excited about it. More than a little.
3: I ain't excited. Just get me to the playoffs. Hey, listen, we ain't been in the playoffs in 12 years. So, if I ain't a true fan, hey, I don't know who else is. Right. You know, I ain't I ain't seen the playoffs in 12 years for my team. But uh, we got some good accusations, but it's just like the Cleveland Browns. They always got great accusations. But what do they end up doing? Yeah, You see what I'm saying? Good on yeah. paper. So, <laughs> hey, we good on paper, but. We're going to see today. We got, a great, we got a great test today against New Orleans. You know, a tough matchup, divisional. I ain't expecting no blowout, but I am expecting a win. Oh. Okay. okay. I'm okay. expecting a win.
2: I mean, you couldn't ask for a better, uh, you know, if y'all do make the playoffs, you can't ask for a better uh, leadership going into there. Yeah. Oh. You know, because the playoffs can kind of change and – at least you got somebody that ain't gonna be startled by something holding hey, you down. Hey, Experience. listen,
3: man. Me and my me and my best friend, y'all know Ridge Letter. Me and oh my yeah. best friend. Shout out that man. boy, man. Yeah. 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 Shout out Ridge, man. Ridge hey, already know what it is. Hey, listen. I got a funny story <laughs> for y'all, man. That's my best friend at his wedding. Boy, boy, boy. I got a story for y'all. But uh we were just talking last weekend, and one thing that stuck out to me that he said. He said, "Listen." Tom Brady ain't gonna lose the game for you, and that's what our issue was last year. James Winston lost a lot, of, a lot of games for us. But one thing with Tom Brady, he ain't gonna lose it for you. <laughs> he gonna keep you in the game. Right. And ain't gonna put it on your field goal. Now you better have a great field goal kicker, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, we do got two on the roster. We do got fi- two field goal <laughs> kickers on the roster. So hopefully one of them can get it done. Okay. All
0: right. So now it's time for the favorite segment of our listeners, our supporters. It's called Top Five That Are Alive. So we want to know the top five reasons why students and players will want to come play for Coach Nick Mata.
3: I'm always gonna keep it honest, regardless if you like it or you don't like it. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it all the way, like the kids say, 100. <laughs> I'm always gonna keep it 100. Coach Mata, 100. Yeah, I am. I am. Uh, so that's the first thing. Second thing is I'm gonna take care of my players, uh, whether it's they need a meal at night, whether it's they having suicide thoughts, whatever it is, I'm going to get out my bed and I'm going to come see you. You know, uh, and I can't take that away from my – play. they know Coach Mata got my back regardless. Whether I go to Turning Point and I got to do a whole month there or a whole semester there, I'm going to come see you at least once a week. And they, and they know I care. Uh, so uh, my third thing, I would say, you know, my football knowledge, of course, uh, depending on what position you play, you're going to be – uh very lovely in my system uh depending on what uh position you play uh you know the fourth thing I would say that uh you become family once you play for me uh you're gonna come to my cookouts, you're gonna come to my 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 birthday gatherings so, you know, like people sometimes they like, why you got that kid here? why you got that kid? Nah, I'm showing them a better life, yeah, you know re- regardless of what else is going on in here. They they seeing a better life. They seeing you know uh grown men on on the grill, and then they try to come get something to eat. Oh no no no, the no. women eat first right. now. You know they seeing them principles right mm. there, that that ain't been instilled in them. So it's like you are gonna be family when you play for me. Uh, and of course when I talk about family, even after you play, I'm always gonna keep in contact. I kind of got like a little calendar. I make sure I call at least one of my players once a week. Mm. Uh, you know. When I go off to college, you know a lot of coaches don't don't hit their players up. I'm pretty sure when you went to the Union, how many times you heard from White or Flowers? Or, not 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 too often. Yeah, you see what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> so, and I can't I can't hang my hat off on family if I'm not I'm not doing my part when you leave from our program and yeah, you're doing right. something better. You know that defeats the purpose of us saying breaking it <laughs> out, Family on me, family on t- that defeats the purpose. You know, family, we're gonna stick together through the whores and the great. Yeah. Uh, and then I said the last thing that you know that, that matters is you're going to get your diploma and you're going to get your degree uh,
0: when
1: that. you play
3: for me. Because at the end of the day, I was the type of kid that I wasn't supposed to go to college. I wasn't supposed to graduate high school. You see what I'm saying? And for me to do both, it's like, why you can't do it? Why you can't do it? Why you can't do it? We're gotta. We going to get this, regardless of whatever needs to happen. If I need to walk you to class, if I need to drive up, to Fairville State to take you to class, whatever the case may be, we're gonna make sure you get these diplomas and these degrees because can't nobody take that from you.
0: Facts. Mm. Man, hold up now, <laughs> listeners, supporters. I don't know if y'all know too much about Indian Land High School, but now you got a reason to support that squad. Straight Nick up. Mata, offensive mm-hmm. coordinator, former West Mac head coach, family to me, my young boy. Brought yeah. them through the ranks. Like you said, put them in the trash can. I don't <laughs> yeah. remember that part, but, yeah. Yeah. you know. Yeah. Please support, man. Um, what's, what's the schedule looking like for y'all games? When's the first game?
3: We just had a scrimmage last night. Uh, we did pretty well. We got uh, Nation Ford on Friday. We at Nation Ford for a jamboree. The first game is on the 25th at York High School, which is going to be a tough matchup. You know, traditionally, they're a powerhouse. powerhouse. Um, then we got uh, Carolina Metro. That's Further in Columbia, then we got um, South Point,
0: uh, Ooh wee, Clowny School, yeah. <laughs>
3: South Point, they' tough again. Um, shit, Catawba Ridge, Lancaster, Marlboro County, AJ, Jack- uh, Andrew Jackson. So we 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 playing football. That's yeah, all that matters. Right, in Charlotte, right. they not playing football right now, but in South Carolina, we playing football. Uh, you know, so if you just sitting on your tails, you need to see some football. In the Charlotte area, just drive 20, 30 minutes down the road in Indian Land, right outside of Ballantyne. That's where we at. You come find us. Uh, we're doing something special over there. Kids traditionally, they've been a 1A school. They ain't been winning like that. Uh, but we had some success last night, and you can tell we had too much success because how the players were acting in certain <laughs> yeah. points of the game. Uh, but we're going to get better, and we're going to keep continue to coach them hard, and we're going to continue to keep making Teenagers, young men.
2: All right. How they handling uh, the capacity of the games?
3: So right now we are at a, I wouldn't say fifty percent. It's gonna be like if you know one of our players that are playing, you're getting the game four tickets okay. per player. So from that's from our side and the opponent side. Okay. So if you part of the four that either plays for us or whoever we play, you're in the game. So I mean, I. It's going to be tough without, you know, because high schools they depend on their attendance. Right. So uh, all I can say is mask up. And uh, if you want to just get out the house with a family, family event, come out there. Uh, of course, this is going to be all of our first year. The AD, this will be his second, well, one and a half years, Vernon Hunter. Uh, y'all come out there. It's going to be a great experience.
0: All right, man. Sure. We, we definitely gonna take you up on that invite. Yeah, man. come on, Come hey, support you, man. Family.
3: Hey, listen to me. I promise you. If if you know the right people, you're gonna be all right. <laughs> if you know the right
0: people. All right, so Coach Nick, shout out all your socials so the people can find you.
3: Oh, I can't name them all. <laughs> well, the ones that are appropriate. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. y'all, y'all can follow me on Twitter for all my athletes. You can follow me on Twitter at Coach Mata. Uh and I'll just leave it like that. My <laughs> Twitter is my professional account. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, really? all my other social medias, you know, uh, you know, Mata No One Hotter on Instagram, Facebook, Nicholas Mata, or it might be Nick Mata No One Hotter. But uh, everybody kind of know me for that. You yeah, know, right. even the kids <laughs> know me that because you know the coaches that I coach with on the offensive side. We've been together for so long, so we slip up sometimes and call each other nicknames out, you know. Uh, but you can follow me on either one, you know. I, I I grew up now; it ain't no more, ain't no more extra stuff on my social right. media. Yeah. So yeah, come on and follow us.
0: It's about the growth, man, and like you said, that's what you're gonna you know instill into the, the, your players. Yeah, you know why they're young; they do a little BS, but then you're gonna help them grow and become men.
3: I'll tell you what, because we never had to deal with it when we was in high school. Nah. Glad Social we didn't. media. Yeah. And, a whole new
1: ball game.
3: Hey, listen, I remember ha- I had an assistant coach. One of the players my fr- uh, last year, one of the players showed me that if you like a picture on Twitter, everybody can see it. Nah. So he was like, "Coach, look at look at your assistant coach over here liking this Instagram model. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know, he joking, but I'm looking at it like, no, oh, no, no, we, no, we can't do this. We can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> and, and almost if it wasn't me because I understand we had to correct it, but yeah. yo, you got to you got to clean it up. Yeah. So it's like you got to watch what you do out here on the social media. And that's what I tell them kids, hey, listen. That never goes away. Don't yeah. think your Snapchat and all that goes away. It never oh, goes no. away. Some they screenshot nowadays, they screen recording. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It never goes away. 100%. So you got to be careful on that social media.
0: Yeah, look, look at that. You get gems and life. Yeah, Watch definitely. the social media activity. Definitely. Young people and old. Hey. But y'all know what it is, man. Anchor.fm for all the streaming platforms. Of course you got Apple. Of course you got Google. Of course you got SoundCloud. Of course hey, you got Spotify. Hey, listen, I'm
3: I'm make a little joke, but... <laughs> But I ain't know y'all were doing it this big in here now. Man, we hey, appreciate listen. the love. Hey, look, I'm about to go on my Apple music right now. I, I swear I ain't know it was like this in here. Hey, when you called me, I promised, I was like, man, where he got me on remount? You know, remount in my head. I'm like, look, I, I start calling him. Up, hey, boy, hey, I need an entourage. <laughs> hey, look, I need to look like young Dolph coming to the interview. I need an entourage. But, then, nah, but. Hey, I'm, hey, I'm proud of y'all for real, man. This, shit, this, shit. this right here, go, this right here is a movement. You man, know, we appreciate it. And, and seeing the setup, and you know, uh, of course, you know the people that I that I mess with, of course they're gonna start messing with it because I'm a exploded out. I just ain't know it was like this. And, and and for this right here, we're gonna keep you know exposing it to other people because I want to see everybody win. It's enough for everybody at the top. A hundred percent. And, and that's one one gym I want to drop the air about it. Stop being crabs in a barrel. Wow. It's enough room for everybody at the top. Let's keep Say grabbing that. our brothers and our sisters to the top, and let's all live great. Yes, sir. Look, co- look, Coach got me ready to play. Look,
0: <laughs> give me a hell a bit I'm ready guys. to go. I'm ready to go, man. But, of course, shout out Marlo behind the camera shout for the out. audio and visuals on the YouTube.
3: What? That's Marlo right there. Yeah, that's Marlo. Jay yes, Marlo. Yes, hey, Marlo. What's his, what, what's his nickname? Go ahead, Marlo. Oh, then yeah, he ain't got no money. Jay Marlowe. That's <laughs> his <laughs> nickname. Jay Marlo. Nickname. Jay, Jay, Jay Marlo, the, Jay Marlo uh, the nickname. Yeah, yeah. He hey. gonna give you a sticker before you leave. Uh, <laughs> what? You ain't got no magnet for the refrigerator. No, nah, not yet. That's <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, listen, Mar- I'm gonna tell y'all what I I know, I ain't trying to wrap y'all up no, no, you too long. Go hey, ahead. But look you though, good. you know what I I done came, I done came like accustomed to now. Dog, I support a lot of people that don't like clothing lines, uh music. Like I don't listen to your 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 average artists and all like I listen to upcoming artists, Clothing lines, I don't know if y'all know this guy named Lexus Bibbs. He well, y'all
2: He from uh, what's safe uh the, He went to Smith with me. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. But yeah.
3: man, when I tell y'all, man, he's an entrepreneur, <laughs> he got a vision, I don't buy I buy clothes and then I give them to my 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 uh, my high school teammates, my friends, Mm -hmm. like just people like that. Another guy named Corey that my brother's best friends with. He has his own little clothing line, Bat Life. Well, shoot, link us up, man. We'd love to have him on the podcast. Hey, 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 listen, I
0: ain't
3: gonna lie. I'm the (laughs) guinea pig. They sent me in here first. I'm the guinea pig. (laughs) Hopefully, we
0: did good for you. I I ain't gonna lie to y'all.
3: This is very impressive. I, you know, I didn't know what I was coming into. Y'all doing it the right way, though. Y'all definitely doing it the right way here. You see what I'm saying? And uh, I just appreciate this moment right here, but we definitely got to, you know, get other folks on here to to, to build their brands and to build the city of Charlotte. That's what we're about. You know, uh, Charlotte definitely growing right now, so we got to tap in. Oh, yeah. We got to tap in so everybody can eat. You know what I'm saying Whatever field Look. you want to be in We can eat yeah. Come We're to right the king of, of spades Yo how many gems <laughs> This boy done dropped How many gems That <laughs> this boy dropped hey, On the podcast hey, Just hey, in he he the might, last five minutes hey, Like <laughs> <hey, laughs> <hey,
2: laughs> <hey, laughs> You to interview us Yo understand. for real <laughs> <laughs> I, Nah <laughs> Hey listen This y'all
3: This y'all I Nah but, I come, nah, I be but a ho- you the star I, You yeah. the star though yeah, I'll right. be a guest anytime Now anytime y'all need me Or whoever y'all need In contact with I can get y'all with them Regardless of who it is That y'all want to talk to On my end Uh but I ain't, I'm overly oppressed, man. I ain't gonna <laughs> lie. You. I ain't yeah. gonna lie. Y'all, y'all doing y'all thing right now and salute to y'all, man, because hey, this the field right here. Yeah. You know, this yeah. the field that, you know, people sleeping on right here, this podcast and, and music and things like that. So this definitely Lord, you always been in production though. 100%. I remember some beats he done did in high school. Man, (laughs) mix and all that. Hey, yeah, yeah. He's still still around. And we ain't talking about Lord the singer now, Uh y'all. We talking about Uh -uh. my boy, Lord. Banks on the beat. Hold on, wait,
0: throwback. Yachts. Yachts, what up? It's time for that reunion, right? Yo. Yeah, yeah. But man, come on now. Jack of all spades. I'm the beloved one. Mm -hmm. It's your boy Prada Africa. Shout out
2: Cameroon. Banks. Is there a Banks, Blue Order Banks, Fat Boy Tires?
0: I mean, I don't even know if it's Coach Motta the way he's been preaching. Yeah. Uh, hey. Hey. have mercy. Pastor Motta. it's hey. always <laughs> Coach Motta out here, man. Yeah. yeah. Hey,
2: I think we're going to have to go work out this week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> told
0: you, I'm hype, man. All right. All right. man. Come on. All love, y'all. Jack of Spades, let's do it. Yeah, man. Y'all know how we close this thing out, man. Rest in peace, Fife Dog. Shout out to Tri-Call Quest. Tell your mother, tell your father, send a telegram. We out.